0: Jojo from jurors and shocker, I have something to say. As we approach what should have been the 51st anniversary of the decision on Roe versus Wade, we are instead waking up in a country where women and girls and state after state do not have the right to bodily the autonomy anymore. We are living in a country where my daughter has fewer rights than I did at her age. And I have a lot to say about it. I had a miscarriage early in my second trimester after my two kids were born. It was a baby I very much wanted. My decision to have a DMC was made by myself and my husband in concert with my doctor. My congressman didn't get a say. My governor either. They didn't get to tell me to go home and let the baby pass naturally. That I couldn't have that procedure. That I would have to risk sepsis first. My state AG didn't swoop in as I was prepping for surgery and say, Halt! I will throw you in prison if you perform this procedure. My state Supreme Court didn't tell me they'd think about whether or not I really needed the procedure at all. They didn't have the right to tell me any of that. My body and what I did with it was still my choice. But... That is no longer the case in many states in this country right now. It happened to Kate Cox, who lives in Texas, a state with one of the most extreme abortion bans in the country, and she knew that in order to get the abortion she needed, she would have to make the case that her potentially lethal pregnancy was an exception to the no abortions after six weeks state law. Her pregnancy was not viable. In fact, The longer the fetus remained in the womb, the greater the danger it presented to Kate. Her uterus could rupture. She could be left unable to carry a baby ever again. She could also die. If I were living in a modern-day Republican hellscape like Texas when I miscarried, I would have had to suffer through torturous days of carrying my dead baby in my womb, hoping and praying she would just pass naturally, before she could make me dangerously ill. All because some evil asshole attorney general with a woody for authoritarianism and a fairly significant hatred of women said so. Kate Cox had to seek the procedure in another state, an option unavailable to those who do not have the means. So what do they do? What does a woman living in poverty do? Choose to roll a dice on death because Ken fucking Paxton said so? The truth is that women today have fewer rights than we did one year ago, that our daughters have fewer rights than we did at their age, that a handful of people appointed to lifetime seats, three of whom were put there by a sexual predator and a coup plotter, stripped American women of the right to bodily autonomy. They turned back the clock on our human rights, and in red state after red state, they had fully embraced the idea of being able to force women and girls, to bear children, or to risk their own death, it doesn't matter if they've been raped. It doesn't matter if it was as a result of incest. They will force the fetus to be carried to term, because while it's true that as soon as that baby is old enough to coo, they'll ignore its needs and its mother's needs, they're actually pro-life. They don't, of course, care about the life of the woman carrying the baby. They don't care about the emotional toll it takes to have to wrestle with all the decisions which accompany any pregnancy, wanted or unwanted? They would have left Kate Cox to die before letting her make a choice about her own survival. A mother, too, stripped from her children because of a Christo fascist patriarchal power play bullshit. The grim reality is that we can't change the Supreme Court anytime soon. Any thoughts of expansion would depend upon a true majority in both chambers, and even then, it's wildly unpopular. You have to vote. We have to keep the blue states blue, flip the red states, flip the House back, retain the Senate and the White House. We have to vote to protect what is left of our rights until we can enshrine them into law one by one, in state by state. Because if we don't, they will be taken away from all of us, regardless of where we live. We have to vote for every woman who's had to face what I have faced and what Kate Cox is facing now. For those who have faced far worse, and for every single woman and girl who will have to face these difficult decisions in the future, they thought they could come for our rights. They think they'll be able to take more of them away. But we cannot let them, and so we will not let them. We will stand, we will fight, and we will vote. And to every woman out there who has ever felt afraid or ashamed to share your stories, I hope you know that I get it. Well, I totally understand that fear, you should never, ever feel ashamed. If you've had a miscarriage or an abortion, you have done nothing wrong. We don't tell that to each other often enough, but I hope you'll hear me now, because it's true. And for every woman who shares her truth, another woman feels less alone. We strengthen our community as human beings, one story at a time. And that is how we change the world. Kate Cox was brave. Her story sparked Outreach and dialogue. And what we have now seen in in state after state since the fall of Roe is that more Americans support reproductive rights than don't. That the Ken Paxton's of the world aren't listening to the people. They don't want to listen. They don't care to. And in a democracy, whenever that shit happens, it means they need to go. I don't want a politician deciding what I can do with my uterus any more than I want a plumber handling my colonoscopy. And I know I'm not alone. None of us are truly alone. So let's tell our stories. Let's connect to one another. Let's reclaim our power. And let's kick those anti-choice Republican assholes out of office. Well, that does it for today's rant. (laughs) See you all next time.